0: What is up? You are checking out the uncensored pro wrestling podcast. I'm and I'm joined by the former La champion. You really have to stick that on me, don't you? I mean, I see your your name on here as Le champion, and uh, I
1: haven't changed it yet. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean,
0: so I just saw and had to to say. If, for those of you who don't know, Dan lost his title at Elimination Chamber, so... I
1: swear, we have a curse. Someone put a curse on us to whenever we have a new person on this show, they somehow take the title from us. I
0: don't know how. I told you we got to work together, man. It was supposed to be an unholy alliance, but... We
1: were working together. The only time we weren't working together was the Elimination Chamber match, and look how that ended
0: up. Well, we still have WrestleMania, man, so we got this. And we we also have um, Revolution which is uh, AEW's pay-per-view on March 5th, which we'll be covering too. But if you do want to hear our predictions and the official recap for the Chamber, those are in the archives. Definitely check those out. But today, you are checking out our Monday Night Raw, February 21st, 2022 recap. Last stuff happening, we found out some more matches for WrestleMania, and we found out that there's a roadblock facing our WWE champion, uh, Lesner. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. There you go. The next Paul Heyman. Uh. So, by the way, where are we gonna call you now? Now that's not like champion. It's just gonna be Dan. Macho Man Dan, I guess. Macho Man Dan. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. All right. So, except for this, hey, macho
1: I'd fan. love to be the next Paul Heyman, though. Shit, Paul Heyman's got some good lines he said in the past. He
0: sure does, and he's really good at like. As being a great heel. I have something to say. This is really random. And I was just reading it uh, the other day. It doesn't really have anything really. Well, it does have something related to Raw. FTR or the Revival, known in WWE. Uh, Dax Harwood, that's the ball, the member of Revival, if, for those who don't know. He was on Renee Paquette's uh, interview on Philip. Was it. It's. Or also the. It's like The Sessions with Renee Young. It used to be called The Oral Sessions, which I don't know why she would choose that name. But anyway, Uh, (laughs) uh, during the interview, he talks about, uh, I think it was like an anniversary show that Raw did where they were in Madison Square Garden and they were somewhere else. And he talks about when DX pretty much attacked the arrival and buried them. And he remembers telling Shawn Michaels, this like story about growing up and how Shawn Michaels was a great person and da-da-da. and during that time Shawn was like you know when it was in private Shawn was very helpful and like oh i'm sorry you went through that Da-da-da-da. but then he claims that when Shawn was in front of his friends a front friend of DX who also laughed and joked about Dax he was hurt because Shawn Michaels laughed at him with the friends and pretty much buried him but when Sean was alone, he was a different person. So I find that interesting because normally, you know, DX for me is like one of my favorite groups, but to hear that they were assholes. You and- know
1: what that kind of reminds me of? I I don't mean like burying like the sense of like what he meant, but it, what this reminds me of, it It, it reminds me of when the Revot, not the Reva- the, uh, the Ascension came up from NXT. And like, I think it was like 2015. And then all of a sudden for a little, when it was, I don't know what it was, it was like before the Royal Rumble, I believe, the APA came out, and, you know, they were talking trash and everything, and then they just suddenly started attacking them and burying them. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, and basically after that, the the Ascension was pretty much nothing on the main roster. Yeah, yeah. It was all made just for one old, like, it was made for a a feel-good moment for the
0: people who used to watch the APA. That was all it was, and they buried a new team just to do it. And that's, like you said, pretty much about being a revival. I mean, after that, they really didn't have any big moments in WWE. NXT, they sure did. But, like, Adam Cole, who never really fought for WWE, his only time in WWE was spent in NXT. Uh, but, really random, I just thought that was something interesting to hear that Shawn Michaels was a dick. I mean, I knew he was in the past, but to hear that he still is, it's kind of sad, because he, Shawn Michaels is a great proponent of Having new talent rise and so it was opponent. Well, proponent. Sorry, this is why Macho Man Dan is a great co host because he always has my back when I mess up. Yep, uh, so, so Raw comes to you from Columbia, South Carolina. And the WWE, show. I
1: would have gone to the show too, I really would have too. That's Just right, didn't want to spend the money because you're out in that
0: area, right?
1: Yeah, I am. Let's see. I want to say I'm, like, about an hour or two away from Columbia.
0: Okay. All right. So, you're kind of near where Cody Rose is. All right. Yeah. Um, Cool. Well, next time they're in that area, maybe you can go see what happens. Yeah.
1: Like I said, it's just, I don't know, WWE just hasn't been piquing my interest lately. So, I just didn't really want to go and spend the money for it.
0: 100 percent i mean when you can get it on- if it
1: was a w now maybe that would
0: have been a different story speaking of aew nice segue module Dan. our first aew dynamite recap will be dropping this weekend at some point i think sunday uh, i went to my first dynamite show in bridgeport it was a great show a lot happened uh did brian danielson accept john moxley's challenge What does CM Punk have to say to MJF? A lot of stuff happened on that show, so be on the lookout for that. But again, we're in Columbia for Raw, and the WWE champion Brock Lesnar comes down. And we found out this is exactly what's happening at WrestleMania. It will be winner-take-all, title versus title. And that match will main event night two of WrestleMania we also found out that Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey will mean event night one of WrestleMania. Um, so, oh, yeah. Like
1: we all wanted to see that man event. <laughs>
0: I'm dying to see it, Dave. I mean,
1: oh, I'm totally dying as if, as if we haven't seen this match before.
0: Well, that's what I keep saying. It's like the it's the WrestleMania Rewind is what it should be called. You know, it's like every fucking match has happened before. That's been yeah. an so far I mean there's other matches that have been announced but we'll get to there so Brock Lesnar has a mic and he thanks us I loved how he goes he goes thank you very kindly which I really loved because Brock Lesnar is just a fucking dominant human being to hear him say thank you very kindly really meant something yep um he says you're WWE champions in Colombia and then before he can continue Paul Heyman comes down Paul Heyman says that he doesn't suck because the fans say he sucks. Paul says he's a special counsel for the only real true world champion of WWE, Roman Reigns. He tells Brock Lesnar, there is a roadblock in your way, farm boy. For 20 years, he took care of this, Paul Heyman took care of the small details for Brock. And he tells Brock that you have to defend your WWE title on March 5th at Madison Square Garden which means you won't make it to WrestleMania as champion. And then Brock says, well, I can still appreciate you, even though you're, you're still such a dick. Brock says, I already know um, I'm supposed, where I'm supposed to be on March 5th. And Paul says, well, you will be taking on Bobby Lashley for the title. However, if Bobby can't compete because of the concussion, Paul Heyman will find a suitable replacement for Bobby Lashley. Brock then says Friday night, you'll be next to your little tribal chief, Roman Reigns. Guess where I'll be Friday? And then Brock says he's coming to SmackDown. And that is the end of that segment. Two questions here. First, will the roadblock, will the roadblock? I can't even talk tonight. Will the roadblock for Brock Lesnar at Madison Square Garden leave him without a title?
1: Well, first, I'm I'm sorry to kind of break the question off, but uh, first, I just have one question of my own. How the fuck does Paul Heyman all of a sudden make fucking matches? I thought that was Adam Pierce who did that or fucking Sonya Deville or whatever. I thought they made the matches. Suddenly, Paul Heyman has creative control again or something. I don't know, but yeah, that doesn't make much sense.
0: Well, yeah, it's like at this point, it's a fucking free-for-all. The Wild West show, everybody does whatever the fuck. Remember? Yeah,
1: when- but that, that pisses me off because Sonya's like, I make the matches. Really, Then I guess Paul Heming does too. Fuck.
0: Well, also, not for nothing, we were supposed to still be in fucking charge at this point.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. We were supposed to be the authority. Well. All right, so but, yeah, you know, but um, also, I, I also want to fix what, what you said. He okay. said, if it's not Bobby Lashley, it's going to be somebody else, in Paul Heyman's words. He said it wasn't going to specifically be Bobby Lashley. If it is, it is. If it isn't, it's going to be somebody else who will take the title from him.
0: Mm. Well, can I give you my thoughts here? I have, I have, a, I have a thought, and I don't want to – spoiler alert. I don't know if it's spoiler or not. But- this is not a prediction. It's a spoiler pretty much, but this is just a thought that I'm having. So it just clicked to me that the AEW pay-per-view revolution is going to be on March 5th, the same day as the Madison Square Garden show. What if, you know, and this is just me, you know, being the most basic person I can be, what if at Madison Square Garden Cody shows up Mm-hmm. That would be pretty cool. I mean, if it's the same night, it's Mad Square Garden, which was WWE's for... Years. Okay, but
1: do you really think Cody's gonna beat Brock Lesnar? Oh,
0: n- y- well, here is the thing. Either A, no, he's just gonna return lose to Lesnar and then, you know, do his own thing at Mania or whatever. Or, because again, here's the implication and the stipulation that matters. Title versus title whoever wins is going to be having both titles or they're going to unify the belt. Does that yeah. mean that winner will be on both Raw and SmackDown? Does that mean that, that they're going to have to have... Well, a-
1: yeah, that would leave the draft that they did a few months ago worthless.
0: So my question is, if, if they wanted to do things differently, right? We uh-huh. have Reigns screw over Brock. Cody becomes so that that way it's not winner take all because if they do winner take all, then one show is going to be without a title and people are going to get bored. I think if you're going to have the one champion fighting the same person, um, but like, how is that going to work? That means less people are going to have opportunities. And I feel like, Or, or they have to do double duty or double duty, which I highly doubt. Um, so i mean it's not uncommon wwe to do that i mean they've done it before i just feel like they just did a draft why would they get rid of a title when there's two different brands and one brand has reigns exclusively you know it's not like reigns can swear i mean he could if that's what wwe wants to do but right now in the storylines he is a smackdown superstar true So, both those titles technically at WrestleMania could stay on SmackDown, which then would mean Raw doesn't have a main champion.
1: Yeah, which is the whole point of the Universal Championship in the first place. Because if you remember in the 2016 draft, the main WWE title was taken to SmackDown. So, therefore, they had to get a new title for Raw, the Universal
0: title. Unless, again, they're going to say, screw the draft. We're going to do it like the back in the days. You know, it's going to be one pay-per-view and everyone, it's a free-for-all. You can go to Raw, SmackDown, do whatever you want to do. That could happen, or they can Fuck, make- I would love that. That would be great. Or they can make Lesnar lose at Madison Square Garden, whether or not it's it's against Cody, it's whatever. But unless they don't want to see Raw, have, Raw go on without a champion, then they're going to have to end that winner-take-all match, and Lesnar might not be champion. Mm. Or Reigns might not be champion one of them unless they're going to say you know what So there, there's just a lot of different options but uh, what do you think is going to do you think Brock is going to leave March 5th WWE champion still
1: I see what you're saying and I would absolutely love to see Cody Rhodes come back and win the WWE title I would love to see that do I think it's going to happen no this is fucking WWE they're going to screw it up like they always fucking do. Get our hopes up. Just, screw it up.
0: He's came back. He's come back from this galaxies.
1: Yeah, f- <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. He comes back as Stardust and win the WWE title. <laughs> I would like to see that too. Though. That'd be funny. He's fucked to me. But um, no, it's WWE. They're not gonna do that. They're just gonna have Brock retain him at uh,
0: Road at the Roadblock or whatever the fuck. I don't know what
1: it's called. So no, I I don't see why he would lose it.
0: Okay. All right. Well, let's move on. Next we have Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens backstage, and Kevin says you're looking at the best tag team on Raw tonight when they beat RK Bro. Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens will be added to the Raw Tag Team Title Match in two weeks. Kevin says WrestleMania will be stupendous because of us. Kevin claims it will. It will make it better that WrestleMania is taking place in the hellhole of Dallas, Texas, them being tag team champions. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. Next, we have the Raw Tag Team Champions, the Alpha Academy taking on the Street Profits. Uh, Montez Ford lifts up Otis, but he loses his balance, and Otis falls on top of Montez Ford, and Chad Gables holds Montez' feet on the mat. So my question is, who do you think, which team, it, it can be Rollins and Kevin. It could be any team. Which team is a worthy challenger for the Raw Tag Team titles? Oh,
1: that's a good question. <sighs> Shit, there's not really many tag teams left to pick, though. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I, uh, I guess I have to go with Kevin and Seth. But problem is, the problem is with that is that the fact that. I don't know. It, to me, it feels like Kevin and Seth were thrown together. Mm-hmm. like they weren't they never planned on having it. It was just, oh well, we got to do something with these guys. Um, this is the best idea we've got. That's what that's what I feel it was. It, it's not like, oh, yeah, we've been planning on doing this for months. Yeah, it'd be yeah, well, that way they can have a few. No, it's just a thrown together thing. And honestly, as much as it is a good idea for them to do that. WWE is gonna break them up very quickly. They always do it. For example, Chris Jericho and AJ Styles. Yeah. AJ Styles and Omos. Fuck. I could go on and on. Enzo and Cass. I, I'm just that's what WWE does. I don't get why Christian. they do it, but they do it.
0: As in Christian, the Dudley Boys, the Hardy Boys.
1: Well, I mean, the Hardy Boys were together for
0: years. No, but what I'm saying, no, no, but what I'm saying is, like, for example, um, they were together in WWE. They were known from '99, right? That's when they kind of broke out. They broke up. Initially, they had them fight in 2001. So they've they've always Fair. whether or not they break up, they've always done the oh well, can I trust my partner? My partner's gonna screw me over type thing.
1: Well, yeah, it's always because, for example, the ones that worked were Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty, or something off the top of my head, or the Shield. That kind
0: of worked. Single tag team has broken up in WWE. Huh? Ev- pretty much every tag team, aside from the ones that were working in NXT, that didn't really come up, have broken up. FTR, yeah, pretty much. Them, but they were in WWE long enough to do that. I think. Have they been? Yeah. yeah. Breaking up.
1: Well, no, not technically if you think about it. I mean, Enzo and Cass got to the main roster in 2016. They broke up, what, late 2016?
0: Well, they got to the roster in 2016 and they broke up, I'd say, like 2018.
1: Nah, I think it was more, maybe it was 2017. I don't know.
0: Because I know that Daniel Bryan was fighting Big Cass and then Cass got fired shortly after that feud. Um, Yeah,
1: that wasn't like 2018. Wasn't
0: it? I don't know. I have no- I don't know. This is, I'm, I'm just.
1: I think it was oh, very obviously that they just threw them together. It wasn't like, oh, we've been playing
0: for months. So, also. And, my- then, and,
1: and that really hurts me because Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens are both really good talent. They could have, a, say, Kevin Owens go up to the U.S. Championship again. I don't know. Something better than just putting them on a worthless tag team.
0: And the problem is a lot, like, I feel like. They throw these teams together, um, they challenge, they lose a tag title match, they get dropped <laughs> they fight each other. It's just, it, teams can work together for years and it's fine. They don't always have to break up, you know? But yeah. Um, all right, so next we see Tommaso Champa is backstage. He has a partner to take on the Dirty Dogs tonight, and his partner is Finn Balor, who is returning to Monday Night Raw. Uh, the match was decent. Tomasa Champa was able to roll up by Robert Roode to get the win for his team. Kind of similar question that we were just talking about. How long will this team between Finn Balor and Tomasa Champa last, and do you want to see it last?
1: I would like to see it last, but – do I think it's gonna last? No. No one
0: will survive.
1: Honestly, I'm surprised. I keep forgetting that Tommaso Champa was on fucking
0: Raw. Well, he just sort of came on. That—that's a weird word. He showed up on Raw like I think last week. So it was new. I know.
1: Well, like I saw it last week, and I was like, "Oh wait, isn't he still on NXT?" And then I was like, "Wait, no, he's on Raw." Yeah. Like, I don't know why. Why do they keep putting like? It, Hey, fuck! I just thought of this. Fucking uh, what what was his tag team with Johnny Gargano? Fuck, what was yeah. that tag team name? They got broken up, but yeah. they were at least a tag team for a while. They were like best friends. That's why that shit works. WWE is like, oh, we're gonna put these guys together and then we're just gonna break them up. No, it doesn't work like that. And that's what annoys me because they can do tag team wrestling. They they were good at tag team wrestling back in like the nineties, but now they don't give a shit. They don't, and it hurts, man. They can do so... And honestly, you ask me, AEW has the exact opposite problem. All it is is pretty much tag team wrestling. I don't, I don't know. I guess I have a problem with it because nobody can give me like a good tag team division where it's like, oh, we're going to give you all, but we're not going to give you all,
0: all. You know what I mean? I think that's why um, a lot of people appreciate the factions and the tag teams in AEW because... Really, the only faction that really broke up was um, the Inner Circle. And that was supposed to happen. And that didn't happen until just last week, two weeks ago. And Inner Circle started in 2019. So these things, they last long. And WWE, I feel like they have a problem where they're very much like, okay, we want to get this story done in two, three months and then move on. That that, That people lose... Um, feelings for the wrestlers when you do that because if that program ends, there's really no benefits to anyone because the losers aren't winning anything. The winners just keep winning and that doesn't really mean anything. So I feel like they need to build these stories. I feel
1: like the tag team that's been together the longest is the Usos.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean,
1: that's like the one tag team. That's the one tag team they haven't broken up yet. The New Day. All right. Just, well, to be fair, they kind of broke up. If we're being fair, they kind of broke up with the draft. Mm. Well. They're not even really the New Day anymore.
0: I don't even know what the hell they are. Two idiots. All right. Next, Dude, we have Miz. Like us. Yeah, pretty well. Speak for yourself, Dan. Uh, <laughs> Miz <Ms>. a <laughs> no realization this weekend. Most of us don't get off of our couches. We wish we could be like the Miz, despite uh, the Miz and Ray's physical differences. The Miz and Ray are not that different. The fans admire Ray. The fans, all of us fans, can't be trusted. Supposedly, he says he claims he found a new acting partner. This da- this partner is dashing and comes from a, f- a fighting family. Ray Mysterio comes down with Dominik and says. Whoever this outsider is should go back and give WrestleMania and give a WrestleMania moment to someone who deserves it. The Miz says, does Dominic deserve a contract or did daddy give it to you? Dominic says, I watched WWE since I was seven. He was in the you know arena. Um, he says, Ray brought me here, but I'll do whatever it takes to stay here. This is Dominic's life. Um, and then the Miz is like, all right, whatever. I challenge you two to a match at WrestleMania. And he introduces his partner, social media megastar, Logan Paul. So then Logan Paul comes down, and he says, no disrespect, but I got pull toys bigger than you. He says, a Ray." Dominic Mysterio accepts the match. And then Logan Paul and the Miz attack the Mysterios. They send Rey into the ring post, and they do the same to Dominic. Logan Paul sends Ray into the Miz so the Miz can hit a skull crushing finale. And then Logan Paul leaves out Dominic with his own skull crushing finale. So we know our WrestleMania will be the Miz and Logan Paul against Ray and Dominic Mysterio. Is Logan Paul going to do well in his WrestleMania match? I'm confused. What? What do you mean?
1: I you were cutting out. I, that's um, why I'm confused.
0: I'm you were. I was talking about Logan Paul teaming with The Miz, take on the Mysterio. Oh, oh, oh. And my question was, um, do you think Logan is going to do well at WrestleMania? He hasn't really had a real match. You know, Bad Bunny wrestled last year. How do you think he's going to shape up to Bad Bunny? I think, honestly, I think he's
1: going to come up nowhere near him. I mean, don't get me wrong. I didn't really care for Bad Bunny, but at least he put on a decent show. Yes. Fucking Logan Paul ain't going to do shit. Yes. It's like, yes. I don't know. They keep wanting to have a celebrity appearance. I hate this shit. Yes. No one cares for it. I'll give you an example. Maybe last year wasn't so bad. But for example, Snooki, uh, Big Show versus Floyd Mayweather. No one gives a crap. Uh, th- th- why I keep
0: doing it? I don't get it. Big money. <sighs> I guess so. They think that, oh, social media fans love Logan Paul. They'll buy WrestleMania to see him fight. You know? and that's No
1: what- one gives a shit about him. He's way past
0: popular. That's- I mean, dude, I agree with you. I'm not into any of the social media shit. I don't know nothing about him or the family. I know his brother fucks people up. Um, however, I don't really care either, but if I was young and like, cause I remember when Snooki fought, I thought it was cool because I was a Jersey Shore fan at the time I was in, I was like in high school and I was all into that shit. So maybe if I would, cause I know that that's what everyone's into now. It's the Twitch and the, the YouTube and the, all that shit. Oh my God. You're like a uh, six year old man. Uh,
1: I don't know what you, it's really like don't. nowadays. I really don't. I mean, it's bad.
0: But um, I guess, you know, it's a showcase. Who knows? All right. Next, we have almost a superhero, Nikki A.S.H., taking on Rhea Ripley for, like, the 10th time. Uh, Rhea gets the win again after Riptide. Really nothing here. When is this going to end, this rivalry?
1: I don't know, and I just – I don't care.
0: Yeah, it's just – at this point, it's filler, and it's making me – you're gonna, you know, not like this, Dan, but it's making me not like Rhea Ripley. I feel like all we're doing is seeing her beat Nikki almost a superhero and it's like at this point you've beaten her four times. What else are you gonna give her? You know?
1: No, I I've had to say I like I'm genuinely bored. Yeah, I know. I, and I agree. I do.
0: We then get a Hall of Fame promo for the Undertaker. Congratulations, man! That is a huge accomplishment for the Undertaker. I mean, it's obvious we knew he was gonna be in it, but it's weird. We're getting old. All right. Yeah. Next, we have the WWE United States Championship on the line. The champion Damian Priest defending against Shelton Benjamin with his hurt business tagging partner Cedric Alexander. Damian gets the win after a South of Heaven choke slam and the Reckoning. After the match, Damien Preetz grabs a mic. He gives credit to Shelton Benjamin, and he says, I've beaten and everyone that stepped up to me and remained United States champion. I want his next opponent. He is volunteering his title against someone of world title caliber. Now, throughout the night, we kept getting teases of, you know, Navy Cody, you know, the world caliber, the dashing uh, from The Miz earlier. But what seems to be the challenger, Finn Balor comes out, and uh, he accepts the United States title challenge from Damian Priest. So, Dan, do you think Finn Balor will be the new United States champion?
1: I would love to see Finn Balor's new United States. I would love to see that. Mm. It would be hard to see. I don't
0: really see it happening, though. Dude, wait. Didn't they fight in NXT at one point? I think so. And if they had a hell of a match, if they did. If I'm right, they had a hell of a match. Let me look it up. I think it might have been in your house. Was it in your house? Probably. I don't know. I didn't watch NXT. You know that. I'm just looking up really quick. Sorry, everyone. Yes. Dude, they had. Dude, go on Peacock. Watch NXT take over in your house. The first one. Phenomenal match. The two of them killed it. If they, I mean, WWE doesn't really tend to put on the great matches like NXT does, but mm, kill it, guys. Kill it. Um, all right. So we're going to take a really quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Raw women's title picture. Bianca Belair goes face to face with Becky Lynch. We also have Edge in the ring making, you know, an announcement about WrestleMania. And we have the main event Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens taking on RK Bro everything more to talk about stay tuned we'll be right back welcome back yes definitely shake shake i almost sound irish check out <laughs> anchor.fm for all of your podcast needs with anchor you can create your podcast for free and distribute it to many different uh, streaming platforms including spotify google Podcasts, apple music and amazon music and apple podcast too sorry not apple music i'm like losing my mind <laughs> we're, not, we're not releasing any music guys and gals if we did i don't know who would listen to it but yes, yeah, check us out wherever uh spot you oh, is- no, can't speak i can't follow us wherever podcasts are streaming <laughs> give us a five-star rating too that would be great also check us out on youtube Uncensored Pro Wrestling podcast. Subscribe, like, and hit the notification bell to stay notified when new content is created. Yes, we love doing this, and we recently have growing our fan base, and we appreciate you all for t- checking us out. And hopefully, with the coverage of AEW and Impact Wrestling, we'll have more listeners. Thank you all for staying tuned and supporting us and checking us out. Back to you all So We have the 2022 Women's Elimination Chamber winner, Bianca Bellier, comes down to the ring. And Bianca says, your girl is going back to WrestleMania. She made history last year. Uh, She claims that the Elimination Chamber was filled with tough women. But she is the hardest working woman in WWE. In six weeks, she'll show Becky Lynch, you can't spell WrestleMania without a little E-S-T. Becky Lynch then comes down to the ring. She congratulates Bianca and says, You have only two women. Or no, she says, You have only two women that main event at WrestleMania, and the two of them are gonna fight. She goes, Don't forget, she tells Bianca, you only are rest- or main eventing, you only main event WrestleMania because I did it first. That's a Becky. Bianca says, Well, you did it first, but I did it better. Which, you know, I mean, her match against Sasha was a great, great match. Becky versus Ronda versus Charlotte was all right, but really didn't need Charlotte in there. Um, so then Becky says, no one has me for the Raw title in three years. She beat Bianca for the SmackDown women's title in 26 seconds. Um, Bianca says, okay, listen, that's true. And I listened to you. I went to the back of the line um, and I did all of this. And now I'm ready to fight you. Becky claims that she is a victim. Meaning herself, Becky. Before you, these people loved me. Because I beat you, Bianca, these people turned on me. Because they despise me, I despise you. And Becky says, You saw what I did to Lita, someone I love. Think of what I will do to someone I despise. And then Bianca's challenges Becky, but then Bianca's opponent, Dewdrop, comes out. So, before we talk about this match, who do you think is going to leave WrestleMania champion? And also, who do you think won in this battle of arguments? Do you think Becky made a stronger point than Bianco? Who won this promo battle?
1: Well, Jeffrey, I didn't
0: care about either one woman,
1: but that's me.
0: Um, You're breaking my heart. You don't care about Becky Lynch? My heart is broken and torn. It's okay. Go ahead.
1: I don't, it's
0: just,
1: I don't know. I don't know. Bianca just doesn't need another match at WrestleMania for a women's title because we all know that she's going to win it because she got screwed out of her title at SummerSlam. Oh, poor, poor me. I get screwed out of the title. Oh, I deserve it back. No, I don't care. Okay. You. You weren't that good of a champion, anyways. I'm going to be straight at you. weren't even that good of a champion. Just going to say that. But, um, I mean, I guess technically neither woman won, but I guess if I had to pick one, I'll go with Becky. I don't know. I, I believe her words more than I believe Bianca because she's playing that. Oh, look at me! I'm the good girl. I'm I'm better than everybody. Like, I don't care. I want to see you kick somebody's ass. I don't want to see you talking, blah blah blah. I'll say, oh, I'm going against her at WrestleMania, and I'm gonna whoop her ass because of what she did at me at Summerslam. No one wants to hear it. Fucking fight. No one hears it, wants to hear it. Or attack her backstage. I don't know. Do something like that.
0: All right. Okay. I hear you. I agree. I like to see Becky versus Bailey, but all right. Next, we have Bianca Belair taking on Dewdrop, and Bianca showed her powerhouse strength. She she nails a spine buster. Dewdrop lands a Michinoku driver, but then Bianca lands a huge powerbomb and a KOD to get the win. Do you think Bianca is the strongest woman in WWE right now? Hell no. Who is that in your opinion? That sounds stupid Ronda Rousey. Like, yeah. Um, okay. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I guess maybe she could break people's arms, but I wonder how tall Rhonda is because Layla Hirsch, she's another um, I, don't, I think she's an MMA UFC, I don't know, but she's another fighter. She's really short. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, moving on. Edge comes down to the ring and he says it's good to be back. Edge has buzzed his ass for 10 years to get Wrestlemania back in his life He goes for what it? He goes Wrestlemania 38 has been stuffed For, oh, for 38 Wrestlemania's It's been stuffed for your dreams He wants to soak into the energy So he can be phenomenal He steps up to the challenge At Wrestlemania He needs Wrestlemania And he says you can't call Wrestlemania stupendous Without edge He needs someone to step up, stand across the ring against me. You will fight me at Mania when you do fight me. I promise you, you will live forever in history of WrestleMania. Very passionate speech from Edge. Who do you think will step up and make the challenge to Edge for WrestleMania?
1: Who? That's a good question. I don't really have an idea of who could do it, but if I had to pick somebody I'd like to
0: see do it, I'd like to see Kevin Owens do it. Mm, that would be good. Yeah. yeah. That would be different and good. Yeah. Um, a lot of people have been saying Styles. Some people have been saying Cody. Um, but Kevin Owens is an interesting pick. I wouldn't mind seeing that. I'm a big KO fan too, so why not? Well, speaking of Kevin Owens, we have come to our main event. Kevin Owens and Seth freaking Rollins taking on RK Bro. If Seth and Kevin wins, they win. They are added to the Raw Tag Team Title match in two weeks, and that ends up happening. Uh, KO and Seth get the win, and they will be in the running for Tag team Titles. Do you think Seth and Kevin are going to be new Raw Tag Team Champions in two weeks? No. No. Do you think they're going to lose? Nope. Okay. Well, they could. I mean, I don't really want to see them as champions. I want to see them do their own thing separate. But only WWE. You never know. They could be tag team champions. Yeah, they could be. They could be. What I do know is we will be back pretty soon with our SmackDown recap. Also, we have Impact Wrestling, Um, our recap for that episode coming out. Be on the look for a couple of new episodes of of Raw's War from the Attitude Era. SmackDown recap coming to you. AEW Dynamite, so much. Be on the lookout. Thank you, everyone, for checking us out. Stay safe, and we will talk with you soon. Bye.
1: Bye.